Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Near the Fairfax County Parkway has been cleared. This is a new accident over on the far right shoulder and looks like crowding the far right travel lane. Not seeing any delays because of this with the lanes to the left are open. In Prince George or Montgomery County, rather, we had some off-road activity uh, re- activity reported on the interloop before Connecticut Avenue. Just got word that that has been cleared. Also watch out for the medical situation going on northbound National Harbor Boulevard, south of downtown. It's right at the Beltway at I- Hill, and we're seeing some responding units on the scene. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Cold early this morning. Temperatures starting out between 24 and 32 degrees. A very pretty sunrise coming our way in a nice afternoon. 53 to 58 degrees. Expect increasing clouds, some high clouds late day. But those temperatures in the mid-50s, it's going to feel nice again. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 29 Upper Marlboro, 30 Woodbridge, 37 and holding in our nation's capital at 159 Thursday morning. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Having a Thursday morning, February 8th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 2 a.m. hour on TOP for you Thursday, the Supreme Court has a special session this Thursday hearing arguments over whether or not former President Trump is ineligible to be president again and be kept off that ballot. Views on the D.C. crime bill from Ward 7. In Southeast, I'm Dick Yuliano. Why Virginia school boards may be required to warn families about guns. I'm Nick Ainelli. What's ahead for Maryland? The governor lays out plans and strategies in his State of the State address. I'm Kate Ryan. Gains on Wall Street. Asian stocks mainly higher Thursday morning. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. Can a state bar a presidential candidate from the ballot? That's the issue that comes before the Supreme Court in just a few hours. The case stems from a Colorado ruling that said... Because Donald Trump had taken an oath to the Constitution and then engaged in insurrection, he could be barred from running for the presidency. Legal analyst Lori Levinson says this is one of the biggest cases before the court. It will decide whether a state like Colorado can block... Donald Trump. But she says many believe that the Supreme Court is likely to try to find some way to avoid making this decision. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, Washington. Between six and eight people are unaccounted for in suburban Philadelphia after someone shot and wounded police officers, then set a house on fire. CBS News Philadelphia reporter Carrie Carrado has details. Investigators say two police officers were shot at the home. They were responding to a 911 call for an 11-year-old girl shot. And braving the danger. They ran up towards danger so that the rest of us can run away from it. Investigators say a Lansdowne and East Lansdowne officer were shot. Both are in stable condition and recovering at Penn Presbyterian Medical Center. We walked through the room where they are and they gave us the thumbs up. The DA also credits Upper Darby police officers for saving the two officers. To no one's surprise, the Senate failed to pass a bipartisan bill that made big changes to the country's immigration policy. CBS's Weijia Zhang says the bill failed because 
because of former President Trump's opposition. If you look at the timeline of when Trump really started blasting this deal in public, criticizing it and calling on Republicans not to pass it, it does track because there was a lot of optimism coming from the Senate and coming from White House officials, both in front and behind the scenes, that the Senate would be able to get this through. But once Trump injected himself into it, it all started to crumble. The big change may be forthcoming at the top of the National Republican Party, says CBS's Matt Piper. Republican National Committee Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel told former President Trump during a meeting at Mar-a-Lago this week that she would step down from her role in the party. We've learned McDaniel told Trump that she's a team player and will do what's in the best interest of the party. The two plan to discuss her future after the South Carolina primary on Saturday, February 24th. NASA's newest climate satellite blasted off moments ago. Two, one... Booster ignition, four power engines, and liftoff of the Falcon 9 and Pace. The sound from NASA, the satellite will survey the world's oceans and atmosphere in unprecedented detail. SpaceX launched the satellite. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com careers and apply online today. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence. Because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders with Navage Nasal Care. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. WTOP at 204. Thursday morning, February 8th, 2024. Welcome in. Mainly clear, very cold overnight, early morning. Veronica says by daybreak, the low will be 24 to 32 degrees. We are at 30 once again in Washington. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us this early morning. We begin the 2 a.m. hour ride here at TOP this morning with a follow-up on plans now to fight crime locally in D.C., with the people who have the most to win or lose, those east of the Anacostia River is who we were talking about this morning, where crime has been rampant. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports Thursday morning from Ward 7. A day after the D.C. Council said yes to tougher enforcement against carjackings, retail theft, and domestic violence, people walking here along Marion Barry Avenue agree residents need more safety and security from crime. Everybody got to have, like, some type of, like, safety net around them. Yeah, that's what we need, though, to make people, like, feel a little safer. But people also say to fight crime with mental health services, more access to recreation centers, and jobs. It would be good if they start back with the summer jobs for the kids, give them something to do, you know, instead of being out here on the streets. In Southeast, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. 205 Thursday, controversy locally in Virginia involving the issue of guns. WTOP's Nick Ainelli tells us a measure to let schools tell parents about the dangers of having a gun in the home has now passed apparently in both the House and Senate in Richmond. 
Unsecured firearms are a problem that is pervasive in American households. That's the argument from Virginia Democratic State Senator Stella Pekarski, who supports the legislation that would require school boards to send emails and text messages to families every school year, telling them about their legal responsibilities to safely store guns in their house. The notifications would also include statistics related to firearm-related accidents. Virginia gun rights advocate Philip Van Cleve doesn't support it. If it's just telling parents about the law, we're okay with that. But this bill goes beyond that. It gets into advocacy. He went so far as to say the legislation demonizes gun ownership. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. 206 Thursday morning. Maryland is strong. That this week from the governor in his State of the State address, the latest one, before lawmakers in Annapolis. WTOP's own Kate Ryan tells us Thursday morning, Westmore took time to highlight some successes so far and acknowledged the challenges before him. Maryland Governor Westmore listed his goals for the state. We will make Maryland safer. We will make Maryland more affordable. We will make Maryland more competitive. And we will continue to make Maryland a state that serves. Last year, we got Maryland's economy moving. And he mentioned one big win. We've ensured that the new FBI headquarters will be located in Prince George's County. He talked about the need to debate funding for major transportation projects. Republican leadership in the State House applauded Moore's desire to work across the aisle, but said on public safety and education, as well as other issues, there's a need to hear more alternative solutions. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Nothing says I love you like romantic, timeless jewelry. Even better when you can save an extra 20%. Right now at Diamonds Direct, all fashion favorite jewelry is 20% off. That's earrings, bracelets, pendants, bands, colored gemstone jewelry. Get 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. Special financing, too. Get her something she can enjoy and appreciate for years to come. A fashion favorite from Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Thank the Lord for the night. You're with WTOP, Mantine Lane. Government agencies and federal leaders are using the cloud to make sense of emerging technology, improve resilience, and drive their missions forward. If you're a government leader looking to start your cloud journey or take the next step, join your peers at the inaugural AWS Federal Executive Forum coming to Amazon's HQ2 on February 13th. Hear from government and industry experts on what the cloud has done for their missions and where they're going next. Register today at aws.com slash federal. WTOP at 208. Thursday morning, February 8th. Let's check in now this early morning with Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. The one accident working in Virginia is again on westbound 66. This one is just west of Virginia 28 in Centerville. Uh, it looks like it's over on the far right shoulder. You'll notice the flashing lights over there. You get by to the left without difficulty, very light volume of traffic. But again, lots of flashing lights. That earlier crash westbound 66 near the Fairfax County Parkway has been cleared. This is a new accident. Had some off-road activity reported in Montgomery County and Chevy Chase. That was on the inner loop before Connecticut Avenue, but that that has been cleared. So all lanes are open on the inner loop, on the outer loop in, in uh, Montgomery County and Wisconsin Avenue. The right lane is closed, and we're still dealing with the work zone eastbound 200, the intercounty connector, after the Columbia Pike that's US 29. The two right lanes are blocked because of the work zone. Also have a work zone going on in Silver Spring, and then you'll find that the northbound lanes are 29 between Fenton Street to Noy Street. That is all shut down. However, two-way operations set up on the southbound side, so there are no 
delays. Bay Bridge eastbound span remains shut down for the overnight work zone. Two-way operations on the westbound span. One lane open in either direction. There are no delays. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai, Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Clear and cold early this morning between 24 and about 32 degrees. We'll get a chance to warm very quickly with southerly winds. Temperatures today topping out in the mid-50s, some 10 degrees higher in some areas before Friday afternoon, forecasting 64, 65 degrees. Again, lots of high clouds, but remaining dry for the work week. It's this weekend when we'll have additional clouds moving in, mostly cloudy skies and some spotty showers Saturday morning just past noon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert weather. Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Well, it could be a bad year for Goodyear Tire. Goodyear Tire and Rubber, along with Michelin North America and other tire makers, are confronting a new price-fixing suit in the U.S. The potential class action suit comes after the European Union launched a probe into the company's business practices there. Goodyear and Michelin didn't immediately comment on the U.S. suit. Watch for more ads from Expedia. It plans to spend the most it ever has on marketing this year. It's an effort to boost its vacation rental platform, Verbo. Expedia's quarterly sales are expected to have risen lately. Company reports quarterly results today. And on average, U.S. wages increased last year. But where did they increase the most? Might not surprise you to hear it was in Manhattan. Manhattan, Kansas, though. Weekly paychecks in December compared with a year earlier increased almost 34% in the town, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, although the wages in Manhattan, Kansas, are still below the national average. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Denise Pellegrini on WTOP. For Mervis Diamond Importers, this is Ronnie Mervis. Our success is built on radio, and for that, we thank WTOP for providing a stable platform. We're fortunate to have TOP as our lead radio partner for over 20 years. When it comes to reaching decision makers and the influential people who make up the fabric of Washington, nobody performs like WTOP. That's why we partner so well. Mervis advertising campaigns rely on three essential elements, true product benefits, a sincere message, and effective communication. Mervis takes care of the first two, phenomenal diamonds and a credible explanation why we can offer such amazing deals. WTOP provides the third the widest communication. That's why we select WTOP as our valued partner. They have the greatest reach and can be trusted for news, for traffic, for weather. Washington knows it. If your business could use advertising help, call WTOP. And if your love could use diamonds, call me, Ronnie Mervis, at 800-HER-LOVE or go online to MervisDiamond.com. Being prepared and nimble are essential to protecting data, assets, and creating an environment that is compliant and safe for end users. James Carnell, Red River Cybersecurity Practice Lead, explains the company's approach to cyber in the series Top Voices, sponsored by Red River. The sophisticated organization has to start with, okay, let's let's do a bit of an audit here, see what we have, see what compliance regulations we have to map to, and see where they overlap. And essentially, again, this is one of these areas where Zero Trust being spoken 
spoken about can help an organization sort of do that initial assessment and map to those areas of compliance and also meet some of their protection goals from the adversary point of view. To learn more about cybersecurity support from Red River, visit redriver.com. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. This is WTOP News. Well, things do not seem to be working on Capitol Hill this morning right now. Senate Republicans have blocked a bipartisan border package this week, scuttling months of negotiations between the two parties on legislation intended to cut down record numbers of illegal border crossings. Many Republicans said the election year compromise was not enough, even as supporters of the bill insisted it was the best that could be achieved in a divided government. Two failed votes in the House just this week were seen as major defeats for new Speaker Mike Johnson, Republicans failing to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. An effort to send $14 billion as well to Israel was also voted down. This morning, our Dimitri Sotis talks with Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell for the latest. There's a lot of internal turmoil within the Republican Party right now. On the House side, you have House Speaker Mike Johnson, who lost two big votes. For the time being, those votes were held and they lost. Members of Congress, Republicans are wondering if there's a leadership vacuum. Johnson is untested, inexperienced, and some say in over his head. On the Senate side, you have an extremely experienced leader of the Senate Republican Conference and Mitch McConnell, and he also seems to be floundering right now. He devoted a member of his conference to four months negotiating a border deal that his members requested and required for Ukraine aid that fell apart in a matter of hours, really, less than two days. And now they are having internal deliberations over what to do about Ukraine. So it's a very tumultuous time where not a lot is getting done. The Republican Party internally is extremely at odds with each other. You mentioned both the House Speaker and the Senate Republican leader. Is it really Donald Trump that the members of Congress, Republican members of Congress, want to be led by? They may not be interested in being led by Mike Johnson, for example. Well, it's an interesting dynamic in the sense that you have Mike Johnson, who is relatively close with Donald Trump. They don't have, you know, they don't know each other super well. But Mike Johnson is a huge supporter of Donald Trump, helped to try to overturn the at least challenge the last election. And then you have Mitch McConnell, who has no relationship with Donald Trump, hasn't uttered his word, his name since he left office more than three years ago. The Trump wing of the party is growing and it is becoming more influential and more powerful, especially the likely Republican nominee. Johnson is, you know, taking cues from Donald Trump, but also worried about challenges to his own speakership. Meanwhile, McConnell is kind of governing in the way of a Republican Party of the past that really doesn't exist anymore. Do we know enough yet to be able to say whether the lack of a border deal badly hurts President Biden in his re-election efforts or perhaps equally badly hurts some Republicans as they try to stay in office? There was a very vibrant lunch that Senate Republicans held today. And it was extremely contentious. Members were yelling at each other. And one of the frustrations and points of anger is that they demanded the border deal. They spent four months trying to get it. A large number of Republicans, most of them, walked away from it, said it wasn't strong enough, wasn't good enough. And now Republicans could very well get blamed for it. Now, mind you, 
big reason they walked away from this border deal is because the right-wing media started to undercut it before it was out. And Donald Trump said, don't do that. Don't give Biden a win. Wait until I'm in office and we'll secure the border. That's Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell on Skype with our Dimitri Sotis. She is also co-author of the Early 202 Newsletter. Quick look at the top stories on WTOP Thursday morning. Israel's prime minister rejects Hamas's demands, complicating efforts now toward a ceasefire and hostage release deal. Five Marines missing after their helicopter crashed in a remote area outside of San Diego. And campaign 2024 this morning, Marianne Williamson has suspended her bid for the Democratic Party's presidential nomination. More in just minutes. Stay with WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. The accident is over on the right side, westbound 66, right at the ramp to Virginia 28 Sully Road. That's exit 53A in Centerville. You can get by to the left without difficulty, but you will notice lots of flashing lights. There are no other worries uh, either side of 66 between the Beltway and Front Royal. Inside the Beltway, we've got some road work. This is a bridge work. Blocks the left lane on the westbound side between U.S. 29, the Lee Highway, and Spout Run Parkway. Also at the Roosevelt Bridge, maintenance operations affecting a lane in either direction. In uh, Maryland, a work zone going on in Anne Arundel County. This is on southbound 97. This is actually the accident near Maryland 100. You do have the work zone shutting down the eastbound span of the Bay Bridge with two-way operations on the westbound span. No delays between the two shores. Maryland 648, Baltimore, Annapolis Boulevard northbound. You find the right lane blocked on the southbound side. It's the left lane closed. This activity is between Delaware Avenue and Ritchie Highway. Montgomery County, the Beltway out of loop at Wisconsin Avenue, right lane closed in the work zone. 29 northbound in Silver Spring, that is all shut down between Fenton Street and Noyes Street with two-way operations set up on the southbound side again. This is in Silver Spring and then eastbound 200, the inter-county connector just after Columbia Pike. Two right lanes are closed because of the work zone. In Prince George's County, 450 westbound between 62nd Street and 64th Street and Chevrolet, two right lanes are blocked. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP traffic. Dry for the remainder of this work week with rain chances increasing over the weekend and early part of next week. Temperatures at least going up for a couple of days here. This morning, cold 24 to 32 degrees. Later today, 53 to 58 degrees across the area. So once again, it's going to be a warm one. Will be some 4 to 5 degrees warmer than yesterday. And into the mid-60s for Friday, delightful weather, certainly comfortable. We're dry throughout the day. That does include your Friday evening plans out. It's this weekend. Saturday morning, some scattered showers around the area. Just past about noon to 1 o'clock, a chance for rain. 63 degrees, your forecast high for Saturday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. 
Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. The jailing of Katie Orndorff, a domestic violence victim locally in Virginia, has been upheld by an appeals court. Loudoun County Circuit Court Judge James P. Fisher held Orndorff in contempt of court back in September of 2021 for testifying then while allegedly intoxicated. So... He sent her to be behind bars. The Virginia Court of Appeals in the case split 8-8 over whether or not Judge Fisher violated Orndorff's due process rights here. Ty effectively leaving the action affirmed. Orndorff admitted during testimony against her former boyfriend that she had actually indeed smoked marijuana that day before traveling to the courthouse. The judge in the case declared a mistrial, but the ex-boyfriend later pleaded guilty to misdemeanor assault and battery. In other news, the Prince George's County Police Department's Homicide Unit tells WTOP they have charged 42-year-old Rita Rivera of Lanham with the murder of her 21-year-old son. Christos Johnson of Lanham was fatally stabbed inside their Lanham home on Greenfield Drive. It happened January 25th. Police say there was a dispute and that the investigation shows that Rivera actually stabbed Johnson during that altercation. She is now charged with first-degree murder this Thursday morning. Prince George's County Police ask anyone with info to contact them on that case. In health news this morning, he stood up to cancer and beat it. And this weekend, an Alexandria man is standing up to the illness once again, this time to raise green, as in money, for those who helped him in his fight and those who are in that battle right now. I was scared. I was really, really scared. Air Force veteran Patrick Malone, after having chest pain, found out in 2014 that he had a malignant peripheral nerve sheath tumor. That tumor was removed, and he went through grueling radiation treatments to become cancer-free. Starting that year, he began fundraising for the two places that helped him in his fight. The doctors at Walter Reed and also the folks over at Fort Belvoir have given me a second chance at life, and I figured i got to pay it forward. This Sunday at Fireworks Pizza in Arlington will be his 10th year doing this, but because of a neurological illness. This might be my last uh, stand-up because um, standing is very difficult. But he says pain or not, he plans to make it the 24 hours straight. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Again, that fundraiser is part of the Entertainment Industry Foundation's Stand Up to Cancer. It runs this weekend, 4.30, Saturday afternoon to 4.30 on Sunday at Fireworks Pizza in Arlington. The CDC Centers for Disease Control and Prevention warning this Thursday morning about the rise in measles infections in the U.S. There have been 23 reported cases actually since December, mostly in children, we're told, who have not been vaccinated. In a CBS News investigation, correspondent Stephen Stock this morning analyzes vaccination rates across the country, finding that tens of thousands of children are at risk of getting sick. Here in New York City, they had their own measles outbreak in 2019. 649 people in all. Dozens had to be hospitalized. City of New York. The city's public health commissioner says while more people in New York City got vaccinated because of the outbreak, the numbers have been declining ever since. 
I'm worried about the trend if it continues in that direction. Do you need to be stricter enforcement? It is not just enforcement. It's not just mandates. It is engagement, communication, trust building. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WT.